Hey everybody, welcome to the Big Podcast. It's your host James with Jake. Episode one forty-seven. We have a special guest with us today. Andy, Andy Olson. Oh, dude. <laughs> Andy Olson, my guy, my coworker. Um, how's it going, man? I'm good, dude. Thanks for thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. hundred uh, percent. Um. Yeah, man, why don't you just tell us about yourself? Yeah, man, so I work with James um, at the 49ers. I uh, went to Oregon, so I'm a pretty big Oregon sports fan. I grew up in the Bay Area. Um, I picked the wrong side, apparently. I'm a Raiders fan and an A's fan. Um, my dad grew up in the East Bay, um, so that's how I kind of became a fan of those teams. And obviously, I'm a Warriors fan and a Sharks fan as well, so I'm excited to be here. Absolutely, you love to see it. Oh, breaking With news! Your... Breaking news! The A's just traded breaking, you. I love breaking news. The A's just traded you. They traded um, Matt Olson. No, they just traded you. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Too much money. You're, you're so stupid. That's that was a terrible joke to start the podcast. Man. I don't care. A's suck. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> Anyways. Uh... Yeah. So it's. Yeah. Jake, I didn't ask you the question, dude. Calm down. Dude, I'm just I'm just excited. Jake, how's it going, dude? No, it's going great. It's Wednesday, hump day. Tomorrow's Thursday. No Thursday night football. Sad. Sad. Uh, but I think the NBA moves now to Thursday night. I think I'm not sure uh, on TNT. So it used to be something to watch. Um, but it is week 18. I feel kind of weird saying that because I'm still not used to it. The first crazy. week 18 Absolutely ever crazy. in a regular season. Um. And yeah, kind of a big week. Um, kind of a must-win game for the Niners, um, but we'll get into that later. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about the best team in the Bay Area, and that is not the San Jose Earthquakes. That is your Sharks Minute, Jake. Go ahead. Yep, Sharks Minute. Um, we suck. That's the Sharks Minute. Moving on now. Uh, Warriors play tonight against the Dallas Mavericks in the first game of a back-to-back. I'm not sure who they play tomorrow. I think it's probably. I can check right now. I think I think they play the Spurs. I think the Pelicans. They play. They play oh. Pelicans tomorrow. Well, that should be an easy one. Uh, Pelicans are terrible, but uh, yeah, ni- uh, Niners. Warriors play tonight against the Mavericks, and they lost. They played already. They yep. played. Yes, what I said. Played. They played tonight. You said you said play. They played. Anyways, uh, they played. They played tonight, and they lost. Uh, they had a lead for a little bit in the third quarter, um, but they didn't really play for like, well for like two seconds. Yeah, they didn't play well the whole entire game. They shot like at one point they were one for fifteen from three, which I don't know about you, but I don't think that's a good percentage. Um, and they just look, bad. they just yeah. look kind of they just, it wasn't their night. Uh, but they have a game tomorrow against the pretty bad. Pelican team. I'm not sure if Brendan Ingram's back yet. Um, I know Zion's still out. I'm not sure how long he's going to be out for. Um, he's too fat. You know what's funny? If he, if he played football, he'd be the perfect like weight, I guess. Because he's like, what, he's 300 like, He's like 280. Yeah. He's also at like 260 or something like that. He's like almost 300 pounds. I mean, he's, a, he's a big guy. Big boy. Is yeah, guy. absolutely. Um, Huge. Too big. Do you think you'd be able to tackle him in the open field, though? Zion? Yeah. Yeah, I can do it. Just go low. 
Yep. You just have to go low on him. Break home with his knees. Jesus Christ. True. Um, but yeah, Warriors 29 and 8. Uh, they sit at the top of the league uh, at an overall standings uh, right above the Suns, who have the same record. But yeah, that is Warriors talk. Clay, supposedly coming back this coming Sunday. I think they're up against the Cleveland Cavaliers. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Um, exciting. I'm not sure if it's I'm not sure if it's confirmed yet. He's coming back, uh, but I think or he's coming back that day. But it's pretty much what's going to happen. Um, yeah, it's been two years without him, and he's going to be great to come back. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see him back. Uh, I'm surprised this year. I thought it was going to be kind of how we played at the end of last year. We're going to kind of be around that six, seven, eight seed. So it's kind of ha- it's kind of good to see that we're in the upper echelon of the league without Clay, and I'm excited to see what we're able to do with him as well. So it should be it should be very interesting, and we're very deep too, which kind of adds another element too. So uh, I'm excited to have him back. Yeah, as I was watching yeah, the game. Today, um, in the fourth quarter, Damian Lee uh, had two three-point shots, and it made me realize that this Sunday, if he comes back, that's what's going to happen. Instead of Damian Lee shooting those two threes that he missed, it's Clay Thompson, and you feel much better with Clay Thompson shooting those threes. One hundred percent. Yeah, no, I'm really excited. Like both of you guys, um, it is. I agree with Andy. Great to see that we're at the top of the league, and then we're going to get another superstar player back into the lineup. Um, Steph, Clay, and Draymond all playing together. It's going to be great. And then the second unit's going to be impeccable. I mean, you have Jordan Poole coming off the bench instead of starting. It's going to be awesome playing with the second unit. Um, the guy who can obviously score off the bench. It's going to be great. Yeah, really excited. Warriors here. 2022. Let's do it. Moving on. Let's talk about last week's game with the Niners. Uh, who they played? The Houston Texans. The 49ers won the game 23 to seven. Um, watching the game at work, obviously, uh, Andy and I, really slow start. Um, Trey Lance's first start, uh, second start of the year, started against the Cardinals. Right? Yes. Yes, first start was against the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. First start against the Cardinals, that was a way. Um, getting a second start uh, of the season against some, I mean, not that great of a Houston team. We can all agree. Um, they made some plays. They were the first ones to score. Uh, Brennan Cooks did look somewhat good. But He's other than good. that, they didn't play that great. The Texans did at least. Um, but what are his overall thoughts on Trey Lance? Jake, why don't you go first? Well, before I talk about Trey Lance, um, the Texans, Brandon Cooks, uh, he's going to be a free agent this offseason. And he's going to get paid a pretty uh, good amount of money, I think. And hopefully the Niners make a move because why not? Um, no, they probably won't. But the I thought the Texans actually had a couple of nice players. Uh, Davis Mills, the other rookie, uh, he looked actually not great, but he wasn't terrible. Uh, he made a he's couple of nice bad. plays. Yeah, I agree. He, he's not bad. Yeah, he's not. He's lost sirens going on in my house. He's not the. Um, I don't think he's gonna be like the future for them. Starting wise, but as a backup, depending on what happens with Deshaun Watson, if that ever gets taken care of, um, if he's your backup, you have a good backup for a while. Um, but to, to Trey Lance, 
Um, I thought he played much better this time around um, compared to how he played against the Cardinals. Um, first start was on the road. Best team in the league at that time um, without George Kittle. So it was kind of tough for him. But he made some plays that game. Also had a couple of mistakes that made you go, that's gonna, that's what's going to happen to rookie quarterbacks uh, against the Cardinals. Um, right. Then we didn't see him at all. play at all for, for what? Time. Since it was like mid-October till now. Um, yeah. But you you are but you were during this game. You know he started out slow. Uh, he really picked it up in the. I think what changed was the last drop was the last uh, drive of the first half when they scored the field goal. Um, he had a nice yeah a nice pass yeah, to uh, drill. yeah. I think it was to on the slant. I think it was to Ayuk. Uh, then he threw Ayuk had three catches that drive. I believe. Is it com- coming out of the end zone, right? Uh, no, that was that was earlier in the game. Drive. That was in the first quarter. He had that okay. play out of the end zone. In the second quarter, the, like the last drive where the Niners had the ball two minutes left, they punted. Texans got it. Texans punted. Niners had the ball at the twenty of like forty seconds left. Had a nice pass to Ayuk on a slant that he took for like 15, 20 yards. Uh, had another oh, yeah, nice pass. He's like um, split out of like two tackles. Yeah. Then he had a pass where he was rolling to like the sideline to the uh, Texans sideline and tried to throw it across his body to Samuel, which is a little bit out of the reach of Samuel. So that was incomplete. Then he almost had that pick where he threw it to the corner, like the, not the corner. Um, as you know, he did throw a deep pass to Ayuk in the end zone, which was a perfectly thrown ball. Um, only where Ayuk could get it would have been a great catch. Um, so you can't fault Ayuk for that. Uh, but then he almost had that pick where he threw it to Ayuk again, the play before they got to the field goal, uh, where it was deflected off the defender's hands. But Ayuk made a nice, cla- nice catch on the uh, sideline, and they kicked the field goal. And that's when, like the, re- that's when like it changed. Um, where you saw he was getting more comfortable than the third quarter. Um, Jesus Christ. I know. I don't know how to fix that. In the third third quarter, uh, we saw him really pick it up, and I thought he played well. But uh, what was the – to you, James and Andy, what was the best – like what throw stood out to you the most? Uh, I liked a lot of – I liked when he, he was on the run a lot. I thought he threw the ball very well. Um, especially, obviously, the end zone play was very well. Um, but there are some throws that I feel like he made that Jimmy couldn't make. You know, I think he throws the ball a lot faster, and he, he doesn't float the ball as much. I feel like Jimmy kind of floats the ball a little too much. And I think there's a throw. The throw was a little wobbly, but I think it was like a deep it was like a deep curl route or it was, it was like a broken play. And I think it was Ayuk came back to the ball, and he like – or. Uh, and he threw the ball really low in a way. You know, I thought it was just really good ball placement. I was like, Jimmy can't make that throw. So I thought overall he played very well. Uh, he had a good QBR of the day. I think he ended up with like 121. Obviously, that's not all you want to look at a QB by. But I felt like everything overall, like compared to the Cardinals game, like in that game, he ran the ball for 16 times. And I was like, why are they running 16 times with him during a game? And I thought... This was a much better game plan for him, and overall, I was really excited. And you know, I'm excited for the future and where he he goes. Yeah, I'm with the same. I'm really excited. Um, I think my favorite throw was obviously the touchdown throw to Debo Samuel coming out of the pocket. Nice uh, bootleg. Um, I like to see. That's what you want to see, right? That's the scheme that Shanahan has. It's the play action um, off the run. Obviously, that's the bread and butter with the 49ers offense. 
Um, so that was my favorite player uh, to see. Um, yeah, I was really skittish um, the first half. I was like, with Andy, why are they doing QB power? Uh, again, on the fourth and one, they did it multiple times. I'm like, what's going on? Um, you know, like what Andy was saying, they did. They had 16 rush attempts the first game with the Cardinals, uh, his first start. He only had eight attempts uh, this game. Not saying that he cannot run, um, but um, I think the comparison that I like to make is that not necessarily a comparison, but just what I like to say is that he's not Cam Newton. Right? He's not built like that. He's not built to run a quarterback power like that, um, in my opinion. Yep. Um, if he gains 40 pounds, sure, 100%. Um, he could definitely do that if you want to do that. But, I mean, I think Trey's thing is that he his ability to run, he, if he needs to, he can. If he is built like that, he can definitely run out of the pocket, get some get good yardage like that. But it's the way he throws the ball that I'm happy with also. Um, yeah. Completely agree with Andy and how Jimmy likes to float the ball. Trey Lance likes to fucking zip the ball. And it's a, it's a good zip where the ball isn't going a thousand miles an hour. Like a lot of people would say that Colin Kaepernick's balls were, uh, his passes were going a hundred miles an hour. But you want to have a nice zip. You want to get it to the guy, you're in the perfect spot, only spot they can take him. I think a memorable one was he was rolling out to his left. And he threw a ball between two defenders to Brandon Ayuk. I'm pretty sure that's who it was. Um, another good one to the sideline, Jawan Jennings. Wasn't even out of his break yet, and he threw it to a sideline. I think the only thing that went wrong with that pass is that it was a little short. Jawan Jennings made a great catch. I mean, he was falling down, put his hands between his legs, and caught the ball. Um, yeah, you'd rather have that pass be... Yeah. You'd, ra- you'd rather have that be down than, like, floated like um floated all the way up right yeah you'd rather have that like on the ground so only he can get it because sometimes with jimmy when he does that he kind of like airmails the ball a little bit sometimes and that's like a perfect recipe for an interception uh, but that was a great that was a great play um jennings has been pretty good um he's kind of taken into that kendrick Bourne role uh that we yep. that they needed to find someone to have um because even though you have kittle samuel and i you can't throw it to them every Every time you have to kind of, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna get covered. Kittle only had one catch, but that throw was pretty good. Uh, my favorite throw was the Kittle one. Um, threw it to a spot where only Kittle could get it through in a tight window th- past like three defenders. Uh, it was a perfect throw, it was a, just a it was a dart of a pass. Uh, so it was pretty good there. Um, phenomenal catch, yeah. The go back on your Cam Newton thing, um. He's not Cam Newton, obviously, um, but he does remind me of a quarterback who's playing in the in AFC West, uh, where this quarterback Justin Herbert, where Justin Herbert can move, but he rather pass the ball than run it. That's who I kind of think because I I always thought that you know I compared Lance to Josh Allen in a bit where they're coming from a. Small Not really, school. yeah, a small school, uh, the I mean, unknown. Relatively speaking, relatively speaking, right? Yeah, everyone really knows North Dakota, uh, North Dakota State, right? Yeah, I mean. so they're coming from a small school. Um, you know, and they had some things to work on. You weren't sure they're going to play year one, uh, but they had played, and they played. You know, eh. Allen played more. I think he pl- started every game. Half the season or the whole season? He played a lot. I think he started after week one uh, They where they took, t- I think it was Peterman they took out. Um, so what he did it? that. 
Was it Peterman or was it Tyler Taylor? It, it might have been both. Um, but yeah, but watching Lance play that he's not. I'm not sure if it's that he's not as much of a runner as we thought. Like he's not as like able to decide that he wants to run the ball. I think he's kind of like looking the pass first and it takes, if you're not, if you don't make that split second decision, like quick uh, at this level, the speed is just too great that you're not going to make uh, big running plays with his legs. Um, but I think he, what he's doing is that he's trying to, he's looking the pass more, which is good. You want your quarterback to look the pass the ball down the field. He keeps his eyes up. He's really good at that. He doesn't like look at one read, then takes it away, then just doesn't look at anyone else. That kind of was Kaepernick's issue. Um, where he would just, if the first read wasn't there, he would try to run away. Uh, but Lance keeps looking downfield. Um, what I like to say about Lance is that this game, I think he had a lot more touch on the ball than he did in his first game against the Cardinals. I think that's because he has a little bit, he was a little more relaxed. Because he, he already yeah. had his debut. This is his second game. He kind of knows what like to look. He doesn't re- well. He doesn't really what to, know what to expect and yeah. what to look for. He has an, like. he has more of an idea this time around. Um, where I like to, I I talked to like as a pitcher. With some relievers in the major leagues, they only have like one pitch, like that are fastball fastballs. Like Hunter Strickland, for example, the ex Giants reliever. He only had a fastball, and at that level. The batters are gonna are, are gonna catch up to it. So if you're throwing a hundred, they're used to that already. You need to have that secondary pitch, like that slider or change up to throw at people. Um, and that's what Lance needs to learn: is that not every pass has to be a bullet pass. You can throw as he did for Jennings. Yeah, it was a little bit low. wasn't as wasn't as like a rocket throw. It was more of a touch throw there. Uh, the p- deep pass to Ayuk was a touch throw. Um, so he 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 improved, and that's what you want to look for. Hundred um, <clears throat> percent. So coming up this Sunday, the Niners will be playing uh, the LA Rams. Um, in this game, I think Sean McVay already stated that Cam Akers is looking to return this Sunday against the 49ers defense. Um, I think they also have Sonny Michelle. I, I don't know if he's hurt or not. I can't remember. They have Daryl Henderson. I think. I think Henderson's on. I think Henderson might be hurt. Might be hurt, right? So I think it's the one in Sunday, Michelle, who's the one who's the workhorse right now. So, I mean, do you think that's going to be a problem? I'm pretty sure. I mean, Cam Akers had a pretty good rookie season. Uh, obviously, Taron is – it's always Achilles, right? Yeah, I'm not sure how much he's going to play. I haven't looked, really. Um, but he does add to their – because what, what – the last couple times the Niners played the Rams, once the Niners shut down the passing game, the Rams can't really run the ball. Um before, but this year they have you know they have Michelle, they have Acres coming back. I'm not sure how, how big a role he's going to play, um, but in years past and games past, we saw it even this year where when the Niners shut down the passing game of the Rams, they're they're able just to go after the quarterback. Stafford's right. more mobile than Jared Goff, but he's not you know the fastest or the fleetest of foot guy. Um, so the goal is just to, you know stop the passing game because um, the Niners' run D is actually pretty good. Um, the past games, the past defense is kind of worrisome because now we have two guys on COVID list. Um, I think it's um, Lenore and Thomas, and I think maybe Williams as well. But they all think, think they might a be able to show up. A bunch of the corners are all yeah. on COVID, but I think as you were about to say, sorry, they were hoping to be back by Sunday. I think yeah, because the they're all here. vaccinated. Um, but I'm not sure what the NFL 
like ruling is on that. I haven't really looked at it that much. Um, but yeah. So you think the biggest impact? All right, let me ask Andy this question: What's the biggest impact offensively or defensively going to be this Sunday against the, the Rams? What are your thoughts? Biggest impact player? Impact player? What this needs to get done for the 49ers to win this game? I think they need to control the clock more than anything. The Rams are very, they run similar offenses, but they are still a little different. I would compare McVay's offense more to the Raiders than the Niners because McVay came out of that John Gruden system uh, in Tampa Bay. So I think if they control the clock like Shanahan's done, having those long drives really drains the team. And I think forcing turnovers early. I mean, Stafford has shown to force balls early. And I mean, the Niners game in, in Santa Clara. Before he forced two interceptions, uh, there were both good plays. Uh, one of them, Odell, stopped running his route, but good plays by the defense. And I think if we can do that early, I think we can get them somewhat out of there. This game does make me nervous, though. So, um, I'm kind of nervous for it because the Falcons, because the other game that it's relying on is the Saints and Falcons. But um, yeah, I really think it's getting the ball in early, keep using Debo the way you're using him and control a clock, and I think we can win this game. No matter who we have at QB, I think if we're able to do that, I think we're going to come out with a win. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, and um, also on Stafford, his last three games, he has seven. He has six interceptions. In his last eight, he has 11 interceptions. So he's been turning the ball over a lot recently. Uh, on the season, he has 38 touchdowns and 15 interceptions, uh, 4,700 yards basically. Um, so the goal, I think the biggest impact is that you have to win the turnover battle, um, which you want to do every game, but especially against this Seahawks team, which the Seahawks team, this Rams team, when you might be starting a rookie quarterback too, um, you have to turn the ball over, give them, give, give your rookie quarterback short field so you can, you know, score touchdowns, do all that stuff. So you don't have to really rely on him winning the game for you. Um, but it depends on who starts for the Niners. Uh, we'll talk about that basically coming up here um that's one big impact uh, i agree on controlling the clock uh i also think that the niners want to run the ball a lot this game uh they did it i think there's like a stat where if they run it 30 times under kyle shanahan they're like 24 and 1 i think it's what the uh record is when they do that they run it over 30 times so if they do that um that should put them in good position to win so make turnovers uh and run the ball, control clock, and that's how you're going to win this game, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. I think mine right here is obviously just rushing. It's, I mean, it's it's rushing Matthew Stafford, right? I think under duress, um, the sack happened kind of here. The whole entire season, under duress, under pressure, Stafford is seven touchdowns and six interceptions with a completion rate of 49%. While when the pocket is clean, he's 31 TDs to nine interceptions with a 72 completion rate. Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead. We saw Sam McLaughlin have a sack last week. Guys like Arden Key um, giving pressure. So I pressure Matthew Stafford. Um, yeah. Like Andy was saying, I think Drew said it too, Jake. is like, likes to force balls a lot really early. Um, hopefully that will be under pressure. Win the turnover battle that way. Force a turnover, interception, a fumble, a sack fumble. That's how you win the game, right? And I'm I'm all for controlling the clock 100%. I mean, um, what was it? The Bengals game where they had an eight-minute drive 
and we're all the way to the one yard line, we didn't have to kick a field goal. Yeah, that I'm was the first it. drive, I think. Uh, oh, second. Yeah, that was the very first drive. I'm all for that. I'm all for yeah. just control the clock. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. So if they, <laughs> they get that, they do all those things that we said that they've done. Obviously, very hard to do all those things all at once, right? See NFL, you never know what's going to happen. But yeah. if they do at least one or two of those, they have a better chance of winning this game. But I'm like Andy, um, very fucking nervous for this game. Yeah. Also, though, just to go back on to Arden Key and Ibakum, Ibukam, uh, Arden Key since week nine has six sacks. He had seven pressures this week, which is a career high for him against the Texans. And also, Ibukam, um, he's turned it up a lot recently. He kind of struggled to start the year. I think he was injured for a bit. Um, but his last few games, he has four and a half sacks this season. And his last four games, he has... Uh, a sack in each game uh, for he had a half a sack against the Texans, one and a half sack, sacks against the Titans, um, a sack against the Falcons, and a point and a half a sack against the uh, Bengals. Um, so three, what is it? Two point five. So three and a half sacks in his last four games um, has been really good. Jordan Willis had a sack last week too. Uh, Contavious Street, wrecking havoc. He's and we talked about that. We talked about that what all season long, right? With the pass rush, especially Jordan Willis. Yeah. Did we not? They're picking it up at the right coming, time. Yeah. How him coming back in the middle of the season with fresh legs is going to help this pass rush? And it has. It's happened. It's coming to fruition. The the, the pass rush is is getting there. And Arden, um, yeah. Also, Eric Armstead had a sack sorry. last week too. Um, Love to see it. Yeah, he's um, been picking it also, up too. Though, Andy. Danny's indeed he is a Raiders fan, right? Quote unquote. Um, but we like to joke around with. We like, we like to joke around with. Uh, they joke around the office because Andy is a is a Raiders fan working for the Niners. I think it's just really funny. But um, Nice Crosby is just not better than RBT. I mean, yeah, I think. I think I think RBT has more sacks. I think. Yeah, Max Max, Max Crosby is definitely better than Arden Key. I don't know. Man. Definitely. I don't Max, know. Dude. Max, he has the most pressures in the NFL. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think Max there's, Crosby. There's no way. Max Crosby is a very good player. Yeah, you know, he's better than Arden Key. Yeah, I'll give you that. He's better than Arden Key. Max, it's just a tease. Max Crosby is a good player. I, I, yeah. I like Max Crosby. But, but we could stop with this. Is, yeah, we could stop with he's better than Nick Bosa, which I saw. Yeah, we could stop Nick with Bosa? that. We, we Nick stop. Bosa is, is better at getting, like, they're both better at putting pressure on the quarterback, but I feel like Nick Bosa is better at getting to the quarterback. He's very, very yeah. good at finishing uh, once he can, once he, once he gets down there. So I, I mean, I, I would say Nick Bosa is better and he finishes more, but Crosby always puts pressure on him. So they're both great DNs. I mean, yeah. they're, they're both, both pro, yeah. pro yeah, bowlers both. this year. Yeah, they're both pro bowlers this year. I mean, there's a lot about before, especially with Nick Bosa getting like the most QB pressures his rookie year. Is that pressures turn into sack? Yeah. Yeah, right. no, they but do. It's, it's it's a thing that correlates to each other. So, right? It might not happen. The pressure's being happening this year. Next year, you know, Max Crosby has a career year with 10-plus sacks next year. You just never fucking know. Right. I mean, they also turn into interceptions and forced fumbles and just incompletions, too. I think it's just a very – I feel like it's a very underrated stat. Right. right. A lot of, yeah, I agree. I think a lot of people like to take, like to say, dude, his sack numbers are low. But then you look at his pressures – if right. you're actually watching the game, it's like the pressures do and be like yeah. 100% agree. 
It is. Pressure in your face. You're yeah. going to throw an interception. Pressure in your face. All of a sudden, you fucking you get a fumble. It, it's, it's, it all correlates to one way or the other. Obviously, people like to look at stats. That's them. Sometimes you just got to watch the game and see how everything comes out. That's just how it yeah. is. Yeah. No, definitely the eye test is more important than just flat out looking at stats. It yeah. is it is funny to me though how in the off season when the news came that came out that the Niners signed uh Arden Key and Maurice Hurst, I saw a lot of Raider fans who were like who were more mad that Hurst left than or got or than Hurst got cut than than Key got cut. Um and they and Niners fans thought, yeah, Hurst is going to make more of an impact. Well, he's played like 3 games this year and Arden Key's become the Niners second best pass rusher. And he might be a future pass rusher that they might want to sign for a long-term deal. Um, so it is kind of funny how it goes from narratives in the offseason until you watch him play. You know, you, no one knows what's going to happen. Because Arden Key, he was he was very disappointing as a Raider. He, cons- people called him a bust. I don't really call picks in the third round a bust, really. Um, right. That's kind of... You know, just a lot of things go into that. It's kind of stupid um, to be kind of say that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah first round pick, you can call a bust. General, I yeah. think first round, no matter what. I, second round, maybe like high second maybe. round. Third I mean, round, yeah, you I can't think be a like bust. Thirty-five and a right there. I mean, you can say that's a bust, but yeah. I mean, you called a missed pick. Yeah, and they picked third him. Third and below, you can. Yeah, you just cannot say that's a bust. There's just no fucking way. Yeah, and he just didn't fit the defense the Raiders wanted to run. Um, no, he he didn't. He. I mean, Yannick Ngakwe, he's our other, he's our DN now, and I feel like him and Crosby are much better than him and Arden Key, but that doesn't mean he can't fit in another system somewhere yeah. better. Right. And also, it's like with this, with Chris Kasurak, the Niners uh, defensive line coach, they did this last year with um, Kerry Hyder Jr., where Kerry Hyder Jr. was not really that much of a known name. They sign him, then he leads the team in sacks. Uh, this year, Arden Key, who was a known name, like a known name, not a known name. Uh, people knew who Arden Key was, just didn't fit. Uh, but the Niners, if the Niners were able to find cornerbacks as well as they're able to find defensive linemen, they would be their defense would be set and perfect. That's how good they are at finding defensive linemen. Um, JC Jackson? Question mark. Yeah, but I I don't think Bill I don't think Bill Belichick's gonna be like, hey, this top echelon corner who's you know, an unstricted free agent. Yeah, you can leave. We don't want you back. <laughs> I think he's gonna be like, "Yep, franchise him now." That's that. That's the thing. I think that's what, Jesus. I think that's what's gonna happen. Is that he's not gonna go anywhere? But I would love J.C. Jackson. I do think they. Well, we did. We know that they need to make moves at corner because cornerbacks suck. Um, except for Thomas, who kind of sucks, but it's been playing pretty well recently. So I mean, Moses doesn't suck. He's just he just hurt. Yeah. So yeah, it just Josh goes to show the finish on Arden Key just goes to show, pause, uh, that once you once in any walk of life, once you find that perfect fit, that perfect job that you've been searching for, that you know, tries to help you out, tries to look at your strengths and helps out your weaknesses. That's what everyone wants to look for, something that helps you out. And that's what Arden Key found with Chris Kasurik. Um because even like throughout the history of that defensive style, the defensive line. Like the Eagles, for example, Jason Babin. They signed this guy no one knows about. He has like 16 sacks one year. So this system Yeah, is, he did. Yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, so this system, you can find guys to help them, you know, find their true talent, um, which Arden Key has been great recently, and I hope we sign him to a long-term deal. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Not uh, a ton I of money, we though, mentioned, though. Um, 
Jimmy did practice today. Limited. I hate it. Um, Chin has not named the starter yet. Obviously, I, I'm for Trey Lance starting. Yeah. That's, also, that's there's no. Am. Yeah. There's no real reason for him to announce the starter yet. I think he's going to do the same thing he did, where they're going to have the Rams think Jimmy's going to start, then the day before, like right. yeah, Lance is starting. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, Jimmy's out. Sorry. Jimmy's or, starting. or, yeah, Lance and Garoppolo not starting. Nate Sudfield, you're in. <laughs> um, That'll be a real yeah. throw off. That'll be a curveball. Staying on the offensive side, um, just another stat. Reading off, I sent these to Jake on on Twitter, so we can talk about. It, so I could say them later. Um, on Twitter at Kosh Anabaranthan. I like nice. this guy. I don't know if you follow him or not. I, I like the stuff that he put. Yeah, I muted a lot of Niners people after um, the loss. Ibo Samuel, <laughs> 17.9 yards perceptions, is second among receivers. Um, Samuel's 6.3 yards per carry is first among all offensive skill players who have at least 50 rush attempts. One of one? Um, 100%. Uh, Ibo Samuel's that guy. Had a catch, had a catch, had a catch touchdown. Um, this yeah. something against the Texans. He's what, doing his thing. Debo Samuel is what we thought Percy Harvin was going to be. Yeah, definitely. That's like the perfect, perfect like, uh, like he was like the perfect player for him. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Percy perfect. Harvin was good, but he wasn't like this. Which yeah, well, he also got high every game apparently. Yeah, he also <laughs> yeah he also fought. Um, I think a teammate before the Super Bowl too. Was it Golden Tate? Yeah, it was him. Yeah, it was Golden Tate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think, well, I think what Shannon started doing was he's like, who's this Cordell Patterson guy? Like, why is he playing so well? Because he's just kind of been a journeyman in the NFL. Seven-time All-Pro. Yeah. And then, he's well, I mean, player. I feel like for Patterson, like, he's been a great special teamer, but he's never been that, like, average per carry great average per, per reception uh, i think debo's just an overall complete running back or or wide receiver or receiver. it's crazy yeah um i think that just goes to show i think we talked about this before with cordell i'm um, jake and i is that it all goes down to coaching also i mean yeah you go ahead go ahead go ahead it all comes down to coaching especially like you like annie like you said like could great special teamer Great returner, one of the best in NFL's history. Jake said seven-time All-Pro in that position, but offensively, he's not out there for some reason. Um, it's all goes to the coaching, right? Figuring out what's the best thing that you can do with one of your most explosive, explosive players on when he's on the field. You know, the they first coach to play yeah. running back, yeah. playing wide receiver, doing his thing, just like that. I mean, prior to that, Devin Hester, he would just return man strictly only and then he went to the falcons tried to play wide receiver that wasn't really his thing right it's great that shanahan i think you were alluding to and he's that who the fuck is this cordell patterson guy what the fuck is he doing all this isn't he a receiver being in the backfield playing running back doing his thing might as well shit debo can do that too might as well do that with him so you know you know who the first coach was that tried doing that with cordell patterson I mean, he got drafted by the Vikings, did he not? Yep. 
No. He did. It wasn't the Vikings. Bill Belichick. Because remember, during that, I think during a Super Bowl run when they won a Super Bowl or they got close to winning, he was their starting running back for like a five-week stretch to end the season. And he was good. And there's no one else used that. Yeah, no one else tried doing that with him. And also Shanahan said that every time he's been a free agent, they tried to sign him, that he wanted him really bad, uh, which kind of kind of confused me because if you really wanted him that bad, you would have signed him. Uh, but, yeah, I think he is a free agent after this season. He's going to get paid by someone. Um, Someone's going to pay him. It depends on what team he to. goes to, though. That's the issue. As a running back or as a wide receiver? Yeah, you need to have a coordinator who or a coach who's like, who really wants creative enough to do it? Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, even this week, Chargers? I don't know. If Chargers could be interesting for him. That would be. I think that would be pretty cool. Don't they already have that of Eckler though? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but why not have two? Oh, also from the Chargers, Mike Williams, free agent, who I'm with the Niners, the desperately, de- de- Jesus desperately sign because Mike Williams is one of my favorite players because all he does is catch big plays and jumps up and drop and like mosses everyone. He's been, he, he's been a non-factor like for half of the season. Yeah, that's because he, you know, a, he started like, great. He Ke- had Keenan a great Allen. start to the season. And Keenan Allen's pretty good too. I mean, yeah, it's, that's Keenan. I think we had this conversation while we were working. He's like top five route runner in the NFL. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, going back to that talk about using wide receivers, I don't know if you guys saw, but Cooper Cup and Hunter Renfro in their games both lined up in the backfield at one point. And I think they Mm. both caught a ball on that play that they lined up. So it's just, I wonder if the NFL is going to start transitioning over to, I saw, I don't know if you guys watched Jordan Palmer on TikTok, but he basically said that the NFL is going to become more about athletes Rather than yeah. about exact position players. Uh, you know, as you've seen in the NFL, one team does it, everyone tries to do it. Yeah, Niners, no, it's, it's a copy, Debo Samuel. It's copycat. Like. Yeah. Falcons, Cordell Patterson. The Lions are starting to do it with Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, the Jaguars, who, you know, they're trying to do it with uh, LaVisca Chenault as well. Um, they tried to, but they aren't doing it as much. Yeah, but they, I mean, yeah, that's what the Urban Packers are dumb fuck. They suck. Also, the uh, football team too. Time. The football team too. Uh, with um, Curtis Samuel, who's been injured. They, the Panthers tried doing. That. The Panthers did that with Curtis Samuel last year. Um, where they made him like a running back receiver. So once a team starts doing it, everyone starts doing it because of copycat league, and it's worked right. out for the Niners and Falcons the best. I never the Niners had Ronnie Brown. <clears throat> yeah, moving on. But yeah, um, anything else? I mean, I'm excited for this game. Obviously, two higher power, high power offenses. They want to be. Yeah, hopefully, the Saints win, so this game means nothing. I mean, it's the Saints lose, dude. Hopefully, the, the Falcons win. Lose. The Falcons win, so this game means nothing. So the scenario is is that if Niners win, are they in? Niners win, they're in. If they lose and the Saints lose, they're out. So the Niners can only be the sixth seed hold on, hold on, hold on, or the seventh seed. So, okay, get this straight. I've been reading, been trying to understand this for about two weeks now. The Niners win, they are in. 
Yep, Niners right? win their end and they're the sixth seed. Let's 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 not talk about seeding. Just 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 in just in general. Yes, they're in. Niners win, they they they're in. If yeah. they lose, if they lose in the Saints win, and the Saints win, Saints win. Out. Yes. If the Niners lose and the Saints lose, Niners, Niners are win. in. Then it depends Those, on the Eagles. If they win, then the seeding's different. Okay. Because now the only thing that we're fighting for is either the six or seven seed. Right? There's no other seed that we can get. It is locked. The fifth seed's locked. That's that's uh, the Cardinals right now, right? I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cardinals. Yeah. So it would so be we're only five. Yeah. It would be Niners Bucks if the standings hold in round one. And the Bucks have no okay receivers that. apparently, because you know. Godwin okay towards ACL. That? I don't want to see Tom Brady in the playoffs. Sorry. Actually, if you have, have a pass so rush, people. I want to see Tom Brady in the playoffs because for some reason Tom Brady and pass rushes don't, don't mix. I don't want to see Tom Brady in. There's just no fucking way. The Bucks are really in. Some pass. Mike Evans is back. Doesn't matter. I think another uh, pronounce should be good for the playoffs. I mean, they still have Rojo, Ronald Jones. Chris Godwin has a torn ACL. Chris Godwin's done. I'm pretty sure he's done for the season. Um, but they have uh, they have that uh, other guy. What's his name? Well, they don't have Antonio Brown anymore. Scotty Miller. Is Scotty Miller there? He is there. Yeah, right? yeah. I think he's yeah he's there. And then they, ha- I just saw this the NFL Instagram. This they have this LSU track star who caught the game winning catch against the Jets last week or something like that. They have that guy. Yeah, I, I don't guess. know much about him to be honest. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just so that he's fast, he's a track star. Yeah. But I don't know. I I just would not want to see Bucks in the playoffs. For some reason, I, I do. I want to see the Bucks. I want to beat the best team. Yeah. I'll beat the Super Bowl champions. I would want to see them because they're all injured. They have their secondary's injured. Devin, yes. uh, not Devin White. Shaq Barrett has like a torn MCL or like a MCL strain or something like that. They have no receivers. Their second best receiver basically just went mental on national yeah, TV. Yeah, Mike Evans. Yeah, they had Mike Evans and Gronk, but that's good. Yeah, but if you have a pass rush, Tom Brady's just he struggles against pass rushers. Like like basically any quarterback really, if you're not able to move out like outside. And Brady is not the fleetest of foot. He's not the best athlete in the world. I think we all know that. Uh, but we shall see what happens there. And hopefully the Saints. Just make it easy and just lose. Just lose. The same just fucking. Can, can Cordell Patterson just have a just go off? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Niners, Rams. This coming Sunday, they play at one twenty-five. There you go. One twenty-five. Saints and Falcons also play at one twenty-five. Hmm. Also, back to Mike uh, Williams. I know it's been in the past, but sixty-seven catches. A thousand and twenty-seven yards and eight touchdowns this season. Not bad. A lot of those, a lot of those stats coming in the first half of the season. But hey, actually, those last four games, he's had five catches, six catches, three catches, three catches, sixty-three yards, forty-nine yards, sixty-one yards, hundred ten yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, well, what was his beginning of the season? Uh, 82, 91, 122, 11, 165, 27, 19, 58, 33, 97, 39, 110, 61, 49, 63. What are these numbers? You didn't explain what the numbers are. That's his yards. Per, are those, that's are his those, yards. That in the game. Yards? Yep. That's not catches in a game because 110 catches in one game that would be breaking records. So is that at the beginning of the season? You just spewed out numbers without saying like the week or. Well, 
I went up from week one to now. So in the middle of the season, he had a lull. After his 165-yard game against the Cleveland Browns, playing against the Ravens, uh, Patriots, Eagles, Vikings, and Steelers. In that game, in those games, he had 27 yards, 19 yards, 58, 33, and 97. His last four games, he's averaged um, over 70 yards per game. Yeah. So good. I'm talking about the wall that he had in the middle of the season. Yep. Finishing strong, 100%. I agree with that. Also, I think I think uh, Herbert struggled for the for the for the the most part. Like I'm trying to trying to say is that beginning of the season, crazy. Went off, right? Had a lull. Has it having a nice end of the year, but it's not the same as at the beginning of the year. Right? Does that make sense? It's not like it hasn't yeah. been crazy the whole entire year. Crazy at the beginning, major lull in the middle. Picked up recently. Pretty good. I also Above think average. I also think in the and middle of the season. year, uh, Justin Herbert was pretty bad. Then like now he's playing good now, and now he's playing better. I think right. Herbert's just a very bipolar player. He like, it, like the Chargers winning is dependent on him, like way too much. Yeah, their defense isn't that good. What well, their defense is, has a lot of good players, but it's not as good as he they thought have it good would players. be. Players, just I think they need a better, they need a better D coordinator. I think I think that's true. That is their head coach is the D coordinator. I think he's the one. Call, I think he's I think he's calling plays for him. All right. Yeah. Let's move on. Play the Rams. Let's talk about the National Championship game. Um, Bama versus Georgia. Bama beating Cincinnati to get in, and then Georgia beating Michigan. Two close games. Michigan. Two close games. I watched every second of it, and no, I did not. Uh, I I I just I boycotted the college football after the first half of Cincinnati uh, Bama because Bama was just better. Then Michigan got what was it like forty to it was at one point it was like forty to seven Georgia over Michigan. Georgia was just sticking on Michigan. It was just not good. Which is why Jim Harbaugh might be going to the NFL. We'll get into that later. I mean, at least with Bama and Cincinnati, I feel like Bama. I would not expect. I would have. I was gonna expect four from Bama scoring. To be honest, I thought it was gonna be fucking crazy. Yeah, since he played all but right, Cincinnati defense only gave up twenty seven points. Honestly, the offense, the offense, they couldn't convert when they needed to, right? And especially in the red zone. Um, especially going up down in the field, they just couldn't score. Uh, going on fourth and whatever, just couldn't get it any time. Feels bad. That sucks. But yeah, I mean. Is this dude cutting them, wood at 825 at night? I'll be back. Don't give us a. Are you pausing it? What no, no, doing? I'm not pausing it. I'm just going to mute myself. Fuck's sake. Um, but yeah. Bama, Georgia, what are your thoughts, Andy? Um, I'm going to be a little biased here. So, if you maintain tension, uh, Georgia's defensive coordinator is Oregon new head coach. So, I'm going to say go dogs on this one. Oh. Uh, uh, so, I'm excited, I think. The one thing I think that's going to be interesting, it really comes down to preparation for Georgia, is, is are they going to look like the Georgia team that played in the SEC championship game or are they going to look like a team who watched tape came back made the changes they needed to and, and moved on from there because their defense was flying against michigan they i watched a good part of that 
first in part of the third quarter, and their defense absolutely just went off. Yeah. Um, I watched the first quarter, and I was like, yeah, this, there's just no fucking way. Um, their linebacker, they were talking about him like almost the entire game. Um, Number 11? I think so, yeah. He's pretty good. Should be NFL talent. Then another uh, defensive end. That should be getting it. Uh, another another um, NFL talent. That's just the that's just SEC football in itself, right? Obviously, but yeah, Georgia's a good team. Um, I agree. Are they going to show up again? Beat Bama the first time they played SEC championship game. Uh, played well against Michigan. Played great against Michigan. You'll see that. I'll see that. Yeah, they, yeah Bama, right? The Bama again for the third time in the year. Um, it's crazy. Um, ah, I'm, I'm excited for this game. I had a couple things for you to say. Um, where is this page that I was looking at? Bama has won the national championship three fucking times. Um, Pretty George good. has been to the playoff twice. Mm-hmm. Has not won one yet. In head-to-head, Bama has an upper hand against Georgia, beating them in the national championship game in 2017. That's the game where Tua threw that long touchdown to win the game. That was crazy. That was very crazy. It was Tua, uh, I believe. Yeah, exactly. It was Tua. Yeah, crazy. Fucking, fucking crazy. Was Jake Fromm the quarterback um, for Georgia that game? I think he was. Because he played in the NFL last week, and it did not, or a couple weeks ago. It did not go well. Um, I have some questions for you. Just like this, uh, this other thing. Who has the most appearances in the college football playoff? Is it in Bama? How many? Do you know the number? Um, every year, except for I think one or two. I don't know exactly how many. I'm gonna go okay. with six. Twelve Bama. If they played twelve games. So. Twelve games. How many appearances? Yeah. How many years? Has That's to be every year since 2014. 2014 to 2015. 24 to 2015? Yeah, they haven't been it. I think they're in it every year, right? I think they haven't made it one, pretty, one or two years. They haven't made it. Hmm. They had played 12 it, games. The year LSU won the Natty. Yeah. They weren't in it. Sam was not in it. Right? Yeah. That year it was Clemson, LSU, Georgia. I think Notre Dame. Ohio State. No, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Right? Something no, it was like that. Ohio no. State, LSU, Clemson, Oklahoma. The year that LSU oh, won. Yeah, there, yeah. You go, there, you, there it is. There it is. But yeah, Alabama, 12 games, 93 in the record. They've won three titles. You know who comes in second? Clemson. Clemson? Yes. Mm-hmm. They played 10 games overall. Six and four. E. They have two national championships in 2016 and 2018. Oh, yeah. Do you know who comes in third? Ohio State. Yes. They have six games. Three and three. And they won the first national championship for college football playoffs. We talk about that. Yeah. Didn't Washington make it one year? Yeah, they, they did. did. They, got, they played Bama. They got demolished. <laughs> so these are the schools who have who have made it. 
Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Georgia, LSU, Notre Dame, Oregon has appeared. They're one and one. Cincinnati, Florida State, Michigan, Michigan State, and then Washington. One, two, three, four, five teams have made it once, have lost. Oregon is two, one and one. Notre Dame is 0 and 2. Never put Notre Dame ever back in the college football. Nope. Correct. <laughs> they're, they're just not worth watching the college football. Michigan play. State made it one year. I mentioned their name. I remember yeah. that game because there was talk about um, Connor Cook going in the first round that year. Yes. And I think that game he went. Is he not a Raider right now? No, I think he's out of the league. No. He's out of the league. Not? He's out of the league? I think he went 13 for 40, like 130 yards, like five interceptions, something like that. I have the, actually, I think I might have the stats here. Let's see. Give me a minute. You can go on to the next thing, though. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, we mentioned the little Georgia's defense come through. Will they? I think they will, and I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think Georgia or Alabama is going to blow them out. I think it's going to be a really close game. I could even see it being overtime again. Um, but I, I, mean, I like that. I mean, I love overtime football. I, I love overtime college. It is, yeah, it is something else. Honestly, it's like something else. It really is. I think it's the anticipation. A, it's that, yeah, it's the anticipation. Um, did they not have a game this year that went eight overtimes? Yeah, the it was this. I think six or seven. It was Penn State versus Illinois, and they there was like this is right after Penn State lost to Iowa too, and they were just going because the rule is is after three overtimes you get it over two. You switch twos. You know, you just yeah. switch for two point conversions, and um, at one point. They missed like six in a row, like both teams. They just <laughs> didn't score six extra points in a row. Yeah, especially for college football, you would think that teams become more um, more prepared for two point conversions than in the NFL. You would think. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Obviously, their game. They play what the tenth. Yeah, the tenth. I think five o'clock game. Uh, so uh, that's a, a game I'm really excited for. Really excited for. Almost more than this weekend of football. Almost more. I mean, it's the Natty. I mean, well, how could you not be? Uh, it's the Natty, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, natty, yeah. January 10th, Monday, 5 p.m. Always on a Monday. Can't wait to watch that. Um, something that's been a topic discussion for a long time. Um, again, I think even big this year for some reason. Um, I don't know who was talking about this before, or I've talked to someone in person about this, is that players opting out of bowl games. Right? It's a, it happens every year. For some reason, it's even a bigger thing this year with someone mentioning it on ESPN. What are you guys' thoughts on players opting out of bowl games? I, I don't see the point of you playing in the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. Like, if you're, okay, like, I guess this would have to be me being a player and NFL prospect. 
But if I was an NFL prospect and we were playing in the Rose Bowl, I would typically want to play for it. But I understand their point. Like, they put so much for their school already in the NCAA for the most of their career using their brand name to be able to put them, like, on advertisements and really making millions of dollars off of them. So I understand it. But, like, a lot of players have been opting out of the smaller bowls, like, you know, like the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. I think there was, like, a (laughs) a Cheez-It Bowl. Or there is a really, there's some weird bowl games this year, weirder than usual. But it was, I'm not, I, I, I get it. Like, I would do it too. Um, but if you're in the, if you're in the college football playoff, I would, I would play. I mean, you, you play to win a national championship. Um, I mean, that's why Justin Herbert stayed his senior year, uh, was to win a national championship. Win a national championship. I mean, why not? Yeah. Um, I'm all for it, too. I, I, I mean, college football has been saturated with way too many bowl games, right? Obviously, back then, before, um, they also be huge, right? Every single Rose Bowl game was fucking watched. No one would opt. Back then, no one would opt out of the fucking Rose Bowl. There's just no fucking way. Yeah. That's just too yeah. big of a game to not play in, mm-hmm. right? Way too big of a game not to play in. Now, all of a sudden... People don't even want to play in the role. It's crazy. Yeah. You know? I mean, you see it as one of the more prestigious bowl games to play in. Uh, it's, not, it's not a college football playoff game. I'm not going to play in this game. What's the point? Right? Like, mm-hmm. fuck that. Yeah, no, I, I see your point. Um, I wouldn't. So I went to the Rose Bowl in 2019. All of our seniors played in it for Oregon. It was a great experience, and it was even cooler being there. But I couldn't imagine being there and winning it, like being on the team. It was it was a crazy experience. Definitely one of the crazier football games I've ever been to. The Coliseum is in itself is just crazy. That's all. Well, it's at the Rose Bowl, which is at the UC, UCLA's. So it's in Pasadena. No, oh, yeah, in Pasadena, right? But. Jake, what are your thoughts? Do you have any thoughts on this? Or you're just not college football at all? You just don't like college football. I, I mean, um, I don't mind it. I mean, again, if it's like this, if it's the playoffs, I would play in it. If it's not the playoffs, I'd be very, I'd be, I'd be, I don't know. But it also depends. Like if you, if, if at any point during the season I was injured, I probably wouldn't play in like a non-playoff game because if you're like that draft, if you're a draft prospect who's going to actually make a draft, like going to be drafted and you know, you're going to be drafted. I think it's kind of different for those who know I'm probably never going to, I'm never going to go to the NFL. So I'm going to play this game no matter what. Um, right. But those who have like first round picks, like we saw Jalen Smith that one year uh, who he played in, I, I'm not sure if it was a playoff game or not, but he played in a bowl game. Then he tore his ACL. His career was never the same after that. So the tight end from Michigan, he tours basically everything in his leg, playing in a bowl game. Um, so it just depends on the bowl game. The playoffs, I would play. Other games, if I've been injured, and it's not the playoffs, I probably wouldn't play. But it depends on the situation, really. Wow. And how about oh, yeah. Matt, Matt Corral getting injured in the first quarter? Terrible. Of the yeah, it terrible. was terrible. That's I mean, that's the whole basis behind this was. That exact reason. I mean, he wanted to draft his stock, get his draft stock up, and I yeah. can see why. I can see why because he's on the fringe of being the 
the first pick, which is millions of dollars. But um, so, yeah, it was just terrible. Yeah, you hate to see it. I mean, that's and the reason it's own. People opt in because they don't want to get hurt. Now, ESPN, who, right? They were they they broadcasted every single what playoff game except for or, or bowl game except for one. Them getting mad because the product isn't as great because people are opting out. They are the ones who shouldn't be getting mad at people opting out, and I feel like that. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, I, yeah, they they already get so much money the whole entire year. Why get pissed off when a kid who doesn't even get paid to play? Right? Think of they have nil deals now, but who aren't even getting paid to play? Or just you know, hey, fuck this. But yeah, let's move on. Big eighteen picks. Uh, this is Andy's first. Time doing it. It's our last time doing it for the whole entire season. Um, Jake and I always have a bet. What is it? Twenty bucks the whole entire year. Who has the better record? Um, Correct. Jake won two years in a row. I won last year. He couldn't three peat. Now we're here. Jake's record is thirty six and twenty. I'm at thirty four and twenty two. We took a couple weeks off. We took a multiple weeks off this season. Um, I'm not saying I wasn't feeling it, but I just, just wasn't there for us, right? We're back. Week 18 picks. Andy's here. First game. 49ers versus Rams. I'm picking the Niners. Jake? I got the Niners as well. Um, yeah, I'm not picking against the Niners ever, so Niners. Niners. Andy? I got the Niners. Niners! Why not, right? Why the fuck not? Uh, who does Hasbula have in the team? I think he has. Um, God, I haven't talked to him in a, in a few days. He's been busy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Bears versus Vikings. Take who are you taking in this game? Don't give it. I literally do not give a fuck about this game. But Vikings. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Vikings as well. Um, fuck both these teams. Fuck the Bears. Fuck the Vikings. Fuck Kirk Cousins. We have go Vikes. Andy, who are you taking this game? Yeah, I got the Vikings. They've been really disappointing. Yeah. I should have been better. Yeah. Would you? Would you? Who would you take? Kirk Cousins or Jimmy G? Neither. Kirk Cousins. Let's start. I'd rather have... Oh, boy. Jake, Jake no. <laughs> you, you would take Jimmy G. We've had this conversation before. Yeah, but it's like taking. Would you want to die by a thousand paper cuts or something else bad? I don't like. <laughs> both of them suck. All right, we're all taking the Vikings. Bengals, Browns. I'm taking the Bengals. Jake, who are you taking? I got the Bengals. Browns are just. Browns are going to be starting. I think Nick Mullins. Um, so, good luck with that. Although it's Case Keenum. The Browns going to be starting Case Keenum. So, good luck with that. <laughs> Andy, who are you taking this game? Uh, Bengals. Is Jamar Chase going to win Rookie of the Year? Yes. He should. God, he's so fucking good, dude. Remember, remember James? Burrow. Remember yeah. James where we said, uh, what are the Bengals doing? They should have drafted a lineman. Yeah. Gua, gua, gua. They drafted the best gua, gua, receiver gua. ever. Yeah, they drafted the best receiver in the fucking draft. Yeah, Jamar Chase is different. Um, he's pretty good, think, huh? 
You would think Justin Jefferson's record would stand uh, a little bit longer rookie year. It just didn't. Jamar Chase is just coming out fire. Well, it does it? It does also help that he's playing in one more game. I think he has. What was Justin Jefferson's rookie year? No, he already he already beat it. He oh, he already did. Last week. Yeah, he beat it last week. That's already beat. Yeah, Jamar Jesus. Chase has a receiver record. Justin, Justin Jefferson this season, 103 catches, 1,500 yards, and nine touchdowns. It's pretty good. Yeah, Eagles are like, yeah, we don't want him. Jalen Reger, that's our guy. Meanwhile, Jalen <laughs> Reger on the season, um, let's see what he has. 31 catches, 280 yards, and two touchdowns. So, kind of missed him. Yeah, Lord. Jesus Christ. Um, Colts versus Jags. I'm taking the Colts here. Jake, who are you taking this game? I'm taking the Jags. Jags are 6-0 and against the Colts in Jacksonville since 2015, 2014, something like that. However long, six, yeah, 2015 or something. Um, and I just I never trust the Colts for some reason. It seems like they're always in the situation where they need a game to win to make the playoffs, and they somehow just don't do it. Um, it would be an embarrassment if they can't beat the Jags, but I'm picking the Jags. There you go. Andy? I mean, now that the GOAT coach of all time is not there, I got to take the Colts. I don't think the Jags can do it without him. There you go. Eagles versus Cowboys. Andy, who are you taking this game? Cowboys. Zeke sucks. What is the stat? Zeke? Let's, let's see what he is doing. Zeke, Zeke sucks. Yeah, I feel like Tony Pollard is just completely outshine him and everything this year. It's just so, Tony Pollard is so much better. Yeah. Elliot has 4.2 yards per carry this season. Uh, I mean, if you run the ball three times in a row, averaging 4.2 yards, you're getting a first down every time. So that's, that's not bad. Tony Pollard's averaging five and a half. Yeah, so that's just Jesus. so much better. That's just so much better. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I, I, Dave just doesn't look the same. No, he's, he's he's not good anymore. He's eating too many bowls of cereal, I think. True. Too many buffets, like Jake says. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm taking the Eagles. Because um, why not? The only hurt is good. His career started going downhill when he got the... Uh... Didn't he get injured last year or something? Didn't he tear... I don't think he tore Z- his Z- ACL. Z- no, he didn't tear anything. I think he... He's got injured. He's just been hurt. Yeah, he's just been hurt, which sucks, but it is what it is. Future Niner? Um, no. Jets, Bills. I'm taking the Bills. Jake, who are you taking? Um, Bills. Andy? Bills. And you're taking the Jets. You love to see it. I mean, Bills. You love to see it. Um, Tigers versus Lions. I'm going out on a limb here. I'm yeah. taking the Lions in this game. Yep. Um... I took the Jags, so it's we both picked games where the team that is terrible might actually win because both teams have nothing to – well, the Pack, Packers have nothing to play for, but I'm taking the Packers here. Oh, yeah? And who are you taking, dude? I'm going to be different. I'm going to pick the Lions. <laughs> I, I don't think the Packers have anything on specifically for. for Week 18 to play for. I mean, they got yeah. the first seed. They're not going to start Aaron Rodgers – or probably Devontae Adams or most of their defensive starters. So I don't see why they would if, – if the Lions lose, they are truly the worst team. But I don't believe the Lions are the worst team. So I'm going to go with the Lions, though. 
Who's starting for the Lions at quarterback? Jared Goff. Jared Goff? Okay, that's why I'm picking the Packers. <laughs> he's not golfful, dude. Come on. He's actually been oh my God. he's actually been um I'm not gonna say he's been good. Because he's you know he's been um Yeah, it was good. Eh. Come on, St. Brown, like you like you mentioned earlier. Oh yeah. Seventeen touchdowns, eight interceptions for Jared Goff this year. I'm on St. Brown. Do it. Yeah, he's pretty good. What is it? I think it was like the last five games he's averaged eight plus catches in each game. Yeah, that's yeah, ridiculous. Last five games, it's uh, ten catches against the Vikings, eight against Denver, eight against Arizona, nine against Atlanta, eight against the Seahawks. Um, he's had four touchdowns his last five games. Um, What's the yardage? Four hundred forty-one yards in five games, so that's eighty-eight point two yards per game. And that's good. That yeah. is good. And yeah, I think he had a rushing touchdown too. That last week. Good. That that is sick. Yeah, you love to see it. He's a rookie, is he not? He's a rookie too. Yeah, he's a rookie. He has a brother in the NFL. He's not as good. Equanimius yeah. St. Brown. Are they actually brothers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they are actually brothers. They both went to USC, right? No, I think. Or did one go to Oregon? No, one went to Notre Dame. That was Brown. Well, I mean, they're, they're all Brown. Oh. Wait, that's not what I meant. I did not mean it like that. Equanimius Brown went to Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I'm on St. Raw. I'm on St. Brown went to USC. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Um, Pats versus Dolphins. I'm taking the Pats. Mike Jones. I mean, you can make the kicks that he wins rookie of the year as well. Yeah. Possibly. Um, I'm going to go with Chase. I'm going to go with Chase as well. But yeah, Mac, Mac Jones playing really well. Uh, Patriots doing their thing. Jake, who are you taking? Uh, Patriots. Tua is just not good enough, and the pa- the Patriots have something to play for. Patriots win, the- Patriots win the division if they win, and the Bills lose, so they have something Ooh, to play there for. There you go. Big, big game here. Big and game. I think they might. Um, it might be a one seed. I th- no, I don't know actually. For them to be the no, one seed, they need a bunch of things the to one happen. Seed, I'm pretty sure. No, the Titans oh, are is, actually. Is it, is it still in the fight? Oh no, it's a t- yeah. You're right. The Titans are the one seed. Yeah, it depend- If the Patriots win, they need like every other team to lose or. T- Basically, it'll lose for them to be the one seed, so not likely. A lot of shit to go on. Um, Andy? Patriots, too, is not that guy. Nope. Yeah, you would th- I-, I was thinking... Should have drafted Herbert. Be, but just not it. Danes versus Falcons. I have the Falcons. Yep, I have the Falcons, too. I was going to pick the Saints, but I don't want that to be... I wanted the I want the Falcons to win, so Falcons. We're manifesting we're manifesting a Falcons W here. Uh, please. Atlanta for something. Do something good for once. Please for the love of God. Andy? I got Falcons. I mean, I think good pick. The the, the Saints were lucky they were playing the Panthers last week because they're not a good God. They are just not good. Wait, why do they why did the NFL have to move the Saints game to 125 against the, the same time the Niners play? Like, why not keep it at 10 so we already know, so I don't have to watch that pretty, game yeah. back and was forth. It, was it not the 10 o'clock game? Then they changed it, right? Yeah. Then they changed the Niners from 105 to 125. And they put Raiders-Chargers at the Sunday night game, which is actually a pretty good game. I think the only reason why they changed the game was that they don't want the teams to just not play good. Yeah, but you, you know? know what? Fuck off. <laughs> 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 have them play Saturday for fuck's sake. 
Okay. Um, Steelers versus uh, Steelers versus Ravens. I have I, I put Ravens first, but I'm gonna take the Steelers in this game. Um, Big Ben's last game. Steelers suck. Ever. Uh, I mean, they have Big Ben. Big Ben's just not good. But yeah, Andy, who are you taking this game? Um, I have I have the Steelers. I don't know. I, I don't think the Ravens are as good as they think they are. But to be fair, they have handled a lot of injuries. But who doesn't yeah. deal with injuries during the season? I think if anyone has the right to talk about injuries, it's the 49ers. So. Let's see what the – I'm not sure. I don't think the Ravens are eliminated. Either the Saints – I mean the, the Saints. Steelers aren't either. Um, damn, it doesn't, it doesn't give me – actually, it does actually. Let's see what happens, how, the, how these teams make the playoffs, if they make the playoffs. Okay, let's see if I can find it. If I can't find it, then I'm not doing it. I think the Colts have to, for both the Ravens and the Steelers to make the playoffs, I think the Colts have to lose. Yes, I did just find it. So the Steelers, uh, for them to make it to the playoff spot, they need to beat Baltimore while also getting a loss from the Colts. So Baltimore, a win, Colts lost, they're in. Um, But also, though, Chargers-Raiders game cannot end in a tie or they're not going to make it. Because of tiebreaker stuff like that, um, the Ravens. Oh, so that game can't actually end in a tie. Someone has to win that game. Only for, that's only for if the Steelers make the for the Steelers to make the playoffs. Um, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because the Colts are I don't know, something like that. So there's only five spots solidified in the AFC. Well, six in the, in the NFC. So only one more for the NFC, two for the AFC. Um, I'm not sure if Lamar Jackson's playing for the Ravens or not. Uh, but... I don't think he's playing either. Yeah, for the Ravens to get in, they need a lot of help. They need to win. A, they need to win the game. They get losses by the Colts, the Browns, the Chargers, and the Dolphins do the tiebreakers. So that's unlikely. Steelers might have a shot though if they win and the uh, Colts lose. So interesting. Interesting. Mm. Washington football team, Giants. I'm taking the Giants. Yeah, I don't. Jake? Just give both these teams losses. Move on. Um, but I'll take the football team, I guess. Uh, these teams just are a disgrace to football. I think these two great teams who will win, I think Washington football team. <laughs> They're unveiling their new uniforms a month from today. Yeah, it's probably going to be shitty. And the team name is going to be shitty. Oh, it's going to be terrible. I'm pretty sure it's going to be the Red Tails or some shit like that. I don't mind. The Red Tails isn't bad, but they just, I hate that. Washington football team is great. You should just fucking keep that. I just don't like Wash. I don't like the football team. I just don't. I like the name. I just don't like anything about that organization. Oh, 100%. Fuck them. Nope. Great name, though. Football team? Wow. I hated it at first, but, you know, it, it was always funny, though. And the, the first time, like, like, the first couple weeks, they had the name. Because on, on TV, it'd be like, Packers, Cowboys, football team. Football like, team. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I kind of like the name. Yeah, 100%. Oh, God. Um, Raiders versus Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers. Just one. Fuck the Raiders. Jake, who are you taking this game? I'm taking the Chargers, but I wouldn't mind the Raiders make the playoffs. Why? You know they're not they're not in the Bay Area anymore, so I don't really I don't give a fuck, give a fuck about them. Um, fuck them. 
But it's it's kind of shocking they're they're in this, the Raiders are in this position because you know they've had John Gruden get fired. Oh um, my god, it's a terrible season for them. Yeah, like Henry that. Ruggs, you know, you know, kind of fucked his life up. And also a couple days ago they had a cornerback get arrested for a DUI, but it was kind of weird because he was like in like the exit of a parking garage, but he was sound asleep, so he wasn't technically driving, but he was driving. Um, so you got a DUI I, for I that. I think no matter what. Your car is parked out in front of your house, and you're sleeping in your car, and a police officer finds you and you're drunk. I think it's still a DUI. Yeah, it is. That works. Don't drink and drive. Yeah, I agree. Don't do it. Yeah, but I got the Chargers winning this because I don't know. I have, I have the Chargers win. Yeah, Andy, who are you taking in this game? I got the Raiders. Hmm. I think think the Raiders have been running the ball very well recently, and the Chargers have a terrible run defense. I don't think they're going to come out as flat as they did. And I think uh, Derek Carr is going to have one of his best games of the year. Derek Carr's been pretty good. Worst game of the year. Also, I have a question. If the Raiders lose, if the Raiders lose, is that the end of Derek Carr in Las Vegas? No, I don't think so. It's not. It's not. Yeah. I mean, look at this cast around him. He has Deshaun Jackson, Zay Jones, Brian Edwards, and Hunter Renfro is great. But, uh, but I mean, if you look at the top five quarterbacks in um, passing yards, Tom Brady has Mike Evans, uh, Gronk, OJ Howard, Godwin, uh, Godwin. I mean, just go down the list, and all of them have better supporting cats than the Raiders, and they're still somehow getting it done. I didn't think we'd beat the Colts, um, but we did. You did it. You did. Also, it's kind of, it's going to be hard if you trade them, and like the coach next coach comes in if they get if they hire a new one or keep the interim coach. Like, so yes, what's your plan at quarterback? Um, yeah, we don't have one. I don't think many corners like yeah, okay, <laughs> I want that job. Yeah, and I heard him. What the fuck? <laughs> Um, no, I agree with Andy. Uh, Raiders' run game is actually pretty good right now. Uh, Josh Jacobs uh, going on his ninth child with uh, some shit like that, some crazy shit like that. But yeah, no, he's playing well. Um, I like Derek Carr. Yeah, I'm not saying I don't like him. I'm just saying, what, what, like, if they just don't make the playoffs, like, would Derek Carr be like, I want to start fresh, or like, what will L? Because they have to sign no, him to an extension he's, or he's, Al he's Davis. A, he is I mean, a yeah, Raider. I mean, Life. I meant Al Davis, not Al Davis. Al Davis is not alive. Um, the Davis, Davis, dude, Mark Davis. Would he be like, you know, what? It might be time just to reset the whole thing, fire everyone, just reset it all. But no, if dude, you fire, but if you, no. if you trade, if you trade card, then who's going to be your quarterback? Gonna is it going to be Mariota? Are you going to draft the guy? Do you have a high enough draft pick to draft the guy? Would a coach want to work with a rookie quarterback? You have to answer all those they're questions. Gonna draft, they're going to draft Matt Corral with a broken leg. What they're going to do? I don't even know who the quarterback like prospects are this year because you know I only care if the Niners need a quarterback. We have we have Trey Lance, so it's like I don't need to watch college tape anymore. We have no first round pick for the next thirty years. Desmond Ritter, Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett. That's four. Oh, that uh, guy from Liberty, Malik Malik Willis. Yeah, Malik Willis. From that's that's ASU, right? No. 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 Liberty. 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 There you go. Okay. There you go. There you go. The guy from Arizona State is um, 
It's not Tate. The Khalil Tate was before this guy. JT Daniels. That guy. Yep. J, yep. Who Ayuk liked, and he was pretty good of Ayuk. There you go. Yeah. Um, CS versus Cardinals. I have the Cardinals. Jake? I have the Cardinals as well. Uh, Seahawks don't really have anything to play for. Um, but I think the Cardinals, the, the Cardinals win. They're the NFC West champions. And depending on what happens with the Bucks game, they'll be the second second seed or something like that. I don't know exactly. Um, but I got the Cardinals. Yeah. yeah Andy, who do you have? I have the Seahawks. Oh yeah, hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think I, note, I think there's a note here for you. I think. Uh... <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, no, I just. You I don't trust the Seahawks? Bad oh, team. Man. I do somewhat trust them. Fuck the Seahawks. Yeah, to be yeah, honest, I hope both team. these teams lose because I hate both of them. They have a good team, good game last week, though. Mm-hmm. I forget who they play, but... The Lions. Yeah, Lions. yeah okay. Then. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, Wilson was pretty good. Yeah, who'd he play? Oh, well, you know, the um, uh, Lions. Like, oh, well, yeah. I mean, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph could play well against the Lions. <laughs> All right, Sunday night game, the last of the year. Uh, Chiefs versus Broncos. Came with this the last game of the year. Fucking dog shit. Wait, that's the... I thought that's I Sunday to- night football? No, the Raiders. And yeah, the they Cardinals got flexed go. out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is this a night game or not? Uh, I don't think so. No, no, it's a uh, Raiders Chargers or the Sunday night Raiders, game. Char- this is one twenty-five. Yeah. I was looking at Bleacher Report. I was like, this doesn't seem right, but I'm gonna write it down anyway. Yeah, the Broncos are pretty bad De- offensively. <laughs> Defensively, they're really good. Offensively, they have they have one of the a best terrible offensive the coordinators. But the Broncos do have some yeah, good but, uh, skill guys. Just the quarterback's not good, and their coordinator is terrible. I'm pretty sure the Broncos didn't have one single bowler make the team, but Justin Simmons is one of the best safeties in the league. Also, they're going to need a quarterback. The Broncos, Russell Jimmy Wilson, G? Russell Wilson, Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G might go to the Steelers. That's my prediction. I think he goes. I think Jimmy goes to Washington football team, or the Giants because they have a Patriots guy, who they oh. might not have anymore because he's insane. <laughs> I have I have, I have players calling me saying we want to play for the Giants. Yeah, no one's saying that. No one is saying that. Wait, who said that? Joe Judge. He's like, I have players uh, all the time call me and say, you, you you know your coach is shitty when his line is. Oh, you know, I have players who always want to come play with play on my team. I'd rather take less money to play with you guys and more money somewhere else. Yeah, no one's saying that. Yeah, he's not he's not very smart. He's a crazy person. They have a terrible quarterback, yeah. bad GM, bad coach, no really redeeming players of quality on the team except for Barkley who needs a fresh start somewhere else. Um Yeah, he does. Kenny Galladay's injured. Sterling Shepherd Sterling Shepherd's out for the season, probably next year too, because he has torn Achilles. Um so yeah, they're kind of screwed. Yikes. They are kind of screwed. They yeah. suck. Did we choose the Chiefs Broncos game yet? Uh I have the Chiefs. I also have the Chiefs. Andy? 
And the Chiefs. All right. There it is. That's your picks. Last week of the season, week 18, that's our picks. Big big day ahead of us on Sunday and Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do our favorite statement of the week. Actually, let's do the Jim oh. Harbaugh one first. We'll save our favorite segment for the last okay, segment. Okay, 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 okay. Jim Harbaugh on the move. Um, I think he's going to Jacksonville. Jacksonville? There's, yeah. There's no shot. They're going to be like, you know what? You know what we need to do? We need to hire another college coach because the flat guess last year, last year, this year went perfectly well. There's no shot in hell they're going to do that. Plus, who's Jim Harbaugh going to work with as a GM? Trent Baalke? We've seen how that worked out. It didn't work out at all. Well, it, it did, but it didn't because that's why Jim Harbaugh basically left. Um, I think if Jim Harbaugh goes anywhere, it's either to the Raiders or the Bears. Yeah. If he goes. If he goes. If he goes, okay. If he goes, it's to Jackson. I mean, come on. Okay, realistically, I think Not he, goes, he, goes to the, he, he goes to the Bears. Byron left which to Jacksonville. That's my prediction. I think he goes to the Bears. I think that makes the most sense. Work of Justin Fields. Also, the Raiders seem make sense, too, because he almost... Because when the Niners let him go, he was talking to the Raiders, and it was it, people thought it was going to, like... It was close, but it was he went to Michigan, like, two hours later. But he did talk to the Raiders. And Jim Harbaugh... Jim Harbaugh What's what's he big on? Running the ball. Well, that. But what's like his overall like strength as a coach? Screaming at the refs. No, um, it's part of it, but he changes cultures. A hundred percent. San Diego State. He coached there. What he got there, they started winning. Stanford. USD, not San Diego State. USD. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, goes to Stanford. They were terrible. He gets there, changes the culture. They win at Oregon the last culture. season. Gets to the 100%. Niners. He's been a six and ten the year before. Three straight championship games, one Super Bowl appearance. Michigan was a disaster when he got before he got there. Took him some time, but last year they got to the playoffs. But then they got demolished in the first round, which kind of made me realize, yeah, no matter what he does, he's never gonna get as many players as what the SEC has. So he, he, if I can see that, he can see that. And the Bears need a head coach. He played for the Bears. He played yes. for Michigan, went there to Michigan. Um, the Raiders could say, you know what, we'll, we'll give you anything you want. You could be the GM. You could pick your GM. You could see if you want Derek Carr or not. He would want Derek Carr because Jim Harbaugh and Derek Carr would probably be pretty good. So I think Raiders or, Raiders or Bears, I'm going to go with the Raiders. Wow. If they want him, which they probably would. Probably but. not. Well, you you just have the uh, Versaccia just be your special teams coordinator again. You think he, you think he stays? I don't think I don't think anyone's I mean, gonna for hire the him. Most part, I mean, he's a gruding guy. Yeah. So I. So it's it's hard, right? For the most part, it's either the Raiders keep with their guy because they're like, okay, he's here. Whatever he's had a terrible year, but we were, we're on the brink of playoffs. We'll just keep him and see how this goes the following year, right? Yeah, I think what depends on is if they can get a guy like a Jim Harbaugh, he's gone. If they can't, he might be the hire. It was Jim Harbaugh for the Raiders. That I could see them being a good team within two, one to two years for sure. Because their defense isn't a problem anymore as much. Defense is actually not that bad. Just that. They have their guys. They don't really have that 
Well, they have they have a couple receivers, but they don't have like that speed guy, which they had with Rugs for his thing. Um, but their yeah, defense has been pretty good. Their defense has been pretty good, I think. Or good. I think enough. their offense is great. Darren Waller obviously is injured. They might play this Sunday or Saturday. Sunday. They might play this Sunday. He's good. Hunter Renfro coming into his own. He's one of the better route runners in the league. He knows what the fuck is up. Hunter Renfro is good. Yeah, and if you don't think he is, there, there's something catches. fucking wrong with you. Yeah. Hunter Renfro is a good receiver. You got to give it to him. He's the um, guy who would never go like in the top rounds. Well, he didn't go in the top rounds, but he's like that prototypical slot receiver that you want, and he's one of the best yeah. in the NFL at it. Yeah, Wes Walker, Danny Amendola type guy. He's gonna get it done. And he does. He just does. He has, he's um, a hard worker. First in the building. You want your daughter to date him. All the cliches. Oh God, I hate you. They say <laughs> him. Well, yeah, he's, yeah. What about you? What, what about you, Andy? Where do you think Jim Harbaugh is gonna move to? But does he even move at all? That's the question. Is I was listening to Joel Klatt talk this morning, and he was saying how, um, how basically that once Jim kind of figures out he could go only he could take them as far as possible, he kind of goes somewhere else. So I mean, he made it to the college football playoff, but I don't know if Michigan can, you know, get any better than what they did this year. Like, yeah. I don't know if they're a team who can completely elevate to contend for a national championship in the national championship game. Every year, right? It's just no yeah. Um, and at some point, Alabama is not going to be Alabama anymore. Um, it's going to happen inevitably, and maybe not now, but it will at some point. Yeah. But it has to. By that, by that point, I don't think Jim Harbaugh is going to be in college. I think he wants to go back to the NFL. Um, what I heard with the Niners was that he, the front office, did not like him, yep. um, and, and that he like did not like Trent Baalke, and nope. they did not get along. They no, they hated each other. Oh, dude, they they love each other, man. Like he's He's gonna go to Jacksonville, dude. They love people. They love each other. Jackson, you stop with Jacksonville. They're not. He's not going to Jacksonville. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. No, it's just it's. Imagine though, they're like, you know what? What we need is a college guy. But you had one last year. That does not count. Don't remember. We need a new college guy. I, I like the Bears. Actually, I do like the Bears. Bears is nice. They have a nice running back and David Montgomery there. They have a young quarterback in Justin Fields. But I don't want the Dallas. Bears to have nice things. I want the Bears to just rehire Nagy and sign to an extension. Obviously, obviously, I don't think they franchise Allen Robinson again. Have yeah, they done it two years in a row? Or no, they did it last year, not two years. No, in a row. they did it last year. Um, but who do they have? Who's the other speedy receiver here? Um, Mooney. Mooney. Darnell. Mooney. Darnell Moody, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Um, they have Cole Komet. He's all right. Not bad. Their defense is not bad. I mean, Khalil Mack got hurt. Feels bad. Yeah, their corners aren't the greatest, I don't think. Robert Robert Quinn? He had 26. Cowboy? He's on the Bears. He's on the Bears. He had a great season this year, I'm pretty sure. He's a Pro Bowler this year. He's actually he's had a good career, weird career. Yeah, weird he's, career, moving all over the place, right? But doing his thing every single year, it feels like Robert Quinn's doing. 
But yeah, Jim Harbaugh, Bears, do it. Chip Richardson sent it. Um, but yeah, let's move on to our favorite segment. Thoughts? Yep. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Why don't we have Andy go first? Okay. Okay. So what do I like list off of who I picked? So you list... I mean, for the most part, I go on Wikipedia and I just yep. read their fucking thing. Yep. Without saying their name. Okay. Yeah, college, stats, what year they're stats. drafted, teams. Yeah. Any highlights in their career? Like, do they do position anything? Position too? What? Should I list their position too? Yep. Do, um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you can, like, wait, you can, like, looking at it, you can, like, say whatever you want first. So, you know. So yeah. uh, Just not the it name. Huge, not the uh, name. Isn't is a huge, like, giveaway, you know? Yeah. Okay. So I have a six foot four quarterback out of Santa Barbara, California. Was dra- went to UNLV. Was drafted in the nineteen eighty five NFL draft in the second round with the three seventh pick by the Philadelphia Eagles. He played with the Vikings, the Cowboys, and the Ravens. After that, he won NFL Comeback Player of the Year in nineteen ninety two. Was a first team All Pro in ninety eight. He was a four-time pro bowler in 1988, 1989, 1990, and led the league in passing yards in 1998. Randall Cunningham. I knew that. That was good. Yeah. I remember. Oh, Jenny, you got that so easy, dude. Yeah, because I, I, I remember, because I know he played for the Eagles really good. Yes. Vikings with yes. Randy Moss, really good. Yes. Um. And the Ravens too. He, I, I'm not sure if he started many games with the Ravens, but I know I know he played somewhat. But yeah, he had a pretty good career, and I know that because yeah, of Madden too. Because I was watching Madden stuff earlier today. It, it's on, yeah, he's it's my Madden Twitch. quarterback. Yeah, it's on Twitch, so I was like, you know, what? I'll just watch it. And I saw he was playing, and yeah, he he had a good career, interesting career, there but a go. good one. All right, Jake, why don't you go? Yeah, but you go, James. Hey, Jake, why don't you go? All right. All right, I'll I'll go, I'll go. Okay, you go, you go. My guy is a four-time pro bowler. Okay. In the years 2010, 2012, and 2014. Two-time first-team all-pro in 2010, 2012. Second-team all-pro in 2011. He was a two-time NFL rushing touchdown leader in 2010 and 2012. Okay. And led the league in rushing yards in 2010. Aaron Foster. Bet. <laughs> I knew that one, too. <laughs> that was, I thought I was going to get you. I thought I was going like, to yeah. say more shit, but you got him. Yeah. I saw Aaron Foster playing against Cal at Tennessee in Cal, like 2007 or something, 2006. And he was pretty good. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he he was really good. Yeah. Um, the first line on Wikipedia he goes, "Aaron Issa Foster is a former American football running back and current musical artist under the name Bobby Fino." Hmm. I did not know he was doing music now. Yeah, I don't know that either. All right, all right, Jake. Here we go, dude. My turn. This guy. Was draft it was drafted in two thousand four out of Western Michigan, round one, pick twenty-seven. Now get ready for this. He's played for a couple teams. 
He's played for the Texans, the Seahawks, the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Titans, the Eagles, the Jaguars, the Jets, the Ravens, the Cardinals. He's retired now. Um, he is a defensive end, outside linebacker, two-time Pro Bowler in 2010-2011, second-team All-Pro in 2011. Um, what else? Um, 2004. 2004. Round what one. Again? 2004, round one, pick 27 out of Western Michigan by the Falcons. By who? By the um, Texans. Texans. Two-time Pro Bowler, one-time second-team All-Pro, 2011. Mario Williams? Mario Williams is picked number one overall by the Bills out of Maryland. So not him. Who was he, who, who was he picked by? The Texans. And he played for about every team in the league, almost. Not really, Defensive but... Defensive end of. slash linebacker. Is it Brian Cushing? No, that's way too late. Not, not, no, not that's way not too early. No. Way too early. I'll give you a hint. We talked about him earlier in the episode. I'm kill you. And it relates to the Niners. What teams did he play for? I mean... He played for the, give me a second here, Texans, Seahawks, Chiefs, Eagles, Titans, Eagles, Jaguars, Jets, Ravens, Cardinals. What was last year in the league? 2015. 2015. Cardinals. What college did he go to? Western Michigan, Michigan. Drafted by the West, Texans. Western Michigan. In round one? Round one. I'll give you 30 seconds. No, what the fuck? Again, we talked about him early in the episode, and he relates to the Niners. Jeez, I have no idea. Reverb? Dude, Andy, think harder. Fuck. You think harder, James. When I say the name, I, when I say the I, name, I, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember now. If you say that, I'm going to punch you in the face. Oh, my God. Give me another hint. I mean, I'll give you all the hits I possibly could have. But he was a second-team All-American in 2003. Is it Patrick Richardson? No. Reverb, last guess? No. Hold on. Shut up. Let me think. You're going to be like, what the hell? How did I forget that? When I say Markel Halliburton? Not him. <laughs> I stumped hold you guys. On. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We mentioned him earlier in the episode? Yep, and he relates to the Niners. What I hate this. Do you have a guest reverb? Also, was my Mario Williams picking the same draft? Um, no, that was the year no. of Reggie that's like, Bush. That's like, what year was that? I don't know, dude. 2006, seven, some shit like that. Oh my god. Uh, Mario Williams did play for the Texans, though, did he not? Yeah, but, yeah, he did. That's what I thought. 
don't know if this is going to help or not, but this draft class was absolutely stacked. Who's picked number one overall? Eli Manning. Oh, yeah, it's this draft, yeah. And Larry Fitzgerald, Philip Rivers, Sean Taylor, Kellen Winslow, Roe Williams, D'Angelo Hall, Roethlisberger, Vilma, Harris, Sean Andrews, stuff like that. Dude, Andy, come on, dude. I almost guessed J.J. Watt, but I realize he's not that old. No, not him either. Who is it? No. Yeah, I don't know who it is. I couldn't tell you. Well, it's it's not Patrick Richardson? Not Patrick Richardson, no. All right, time's up. It's Jason Babin. Oh, I hate you. You know why? Remember I said... The, the Niners can find this system. You can find defensive linemen anywhere, like the Eagles and Jason Babin. You know, it relates to the Niners because Chris Kachurik's mentor as a coach was Jim Washburn, who ran the same style of defensive line play that the Niners run now. And his crowning achievement was helping to find Jason Babin and turning him into a Pro Bowl or All Pro player. Oh, look at that. Well, look at you. Huh? Who would have thought? That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Well. Anything else to add to the episode? Though? He had 18 sacks one year. That's a lot. All right, that's that not bad. Anything else to add? Uh, Andy? No. Well, go Raiders. Jake? Nope, Shut I'm up. good. Jake? No, I have nothing else to add. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for listening to the BA Podcast. Episode 147, the Chico was James with Jake was special guest, Andy Olsen. Follow us on Instagram at the BA Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on SoundCloud and on Spotify. But subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yeah, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review. Do about 50 times to gain the system. We've been checking on the industry for four years now. Because how there's a podcast worldwide. We always take top two podcast sports for recreation. But as you know, we shoot for the start to the BA Podcast. You guys, how there's a podcast worldwide. If you do that, we'll give you a high five to the after today's episode. James? You forgot to add unsubscribe, resubscribe. Yeah, whatever. James, anything else to add? Bye. 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 Go Niners.